Good afternoon, Fabrizia. How are you doing today? Good. Hi, Hugo. I see on your back there's a bunch of boxes there. I mean, we are, we're just publishing the audio here, not the video, but for those the, who are just listening, we'll just say that I'm looking at you and behind your back there's a lot of boxes, so that means there's some changes going on in your life. Yes, the video is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you can only see a tiny bit, but there's um, I'm moving. I'm moving to England. Great. From, Austria. from Austria and it's a big big move and I am yeah it's something is beeping I'm sorry about this this message is coming through it's okay it adds it's like special effects it's real life it's real life yeah people we, we're busy people keep sending us messages <laughs> so. it's a constant non-stop yeah good Great. so maybe one of the next episode we will record it from your house in in the UK in England well, that's going to take a while because I don't have one yet. So everything's going into storage. And then I'm going to be in Italy for a month in June. Actually, mm -hmm. I we could meet. I'm going yeah. to come into Milan. Yes, definitely. We're going to meet. Maybe we'll do some recording live. And do a live one. Yeah, let's let's do that. We'll do one uh, live. And then, um, yeah, and then end of June, I go back to England. Good. And then I start looking for a house. It's okay. going to be interesting. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> Big changes. And I mean, our podcast is all about uh, changing people's lives. So I think that, that yeah. that's appropriate to mention how to deal with changes yeah. and so on. But it must have had a good effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> but today I wanted to talk to you uh, with you about with about another topic that we had uh, thought of talking for a little while and I'm um, taking the, the input for this from an article that I wrote uh, a few years ago and uh, it's the, t the title of the article is the golden mean in defense of mediocrity and we're going to put a link to that in the show notes but basically the, the topic of today is going to be mediocrity what it what does mediocrity mean what does it mean to be mediocre and is it really a bad thing so that's uh, that's going to be our topic of today and we're going to to extend this because this ties into other things like perfectionism like uh, progressing like uh, uh, looking at what we have achieved what we will achieve uh, this this material for uh, for a lot of uh, episodes but we're just going to to focus on uh, something more specific uh, at least for for this week so um, let me just uh, talk a little bit about this article I said it's going to be in the show notes but for those who are maybe driving or jogging they cannot read it right now uh, I'll just explain that the article was uh, uh, inspired to me by um, one of my this one of the subscribers to my newsletter uh, who wrote me an email uh, saying what I'm struggling right now is that I have started finding my work mediocre and the more I try I guess I'm producing even more mediocre images somehow I'm not getting satisfied with my images and he was asking for tips for uh, overcoming this uh, this feeling so uh, I thought a little bit about that uh, what what to answer I mean of course we all want to to get better but uh, I started thinking is it really is it really so bad to be mediocre what does it mean to be mediocre uh, just to, to start with one consideration that I that I made was that uh, being of something when something is of medium value 
it means that it's, by definition, better than 50% of everything else. That's yeah. not really that bad. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so we maybe we are setting ourselves up for failure by aiming, always aiming for excellence and having unreasonable expectations about achieving it. Right. What, what's your take? Yes, I, I see that. I see that in a lot of uh, fields, of course, um, whether it's just pure creative activities or business related activities and it comes up everywhere. And there is a thing that's tied also to the fact that uh, we strive for excellence and that is fantastic. We've been taught and, and conditioned really to strive for excellency, to achieve high quality, to give our best. And that's all really good things. But at the same time, um, we tend to, um, this, this concept of mediocrity that we, we, we attached bad connotations to that word as if mediocre means bad, you know, insufficient, insufficient related. What is sufficient then? Is it 50%, 60%, 70%, 99%? 99% is not sufficient for water to boil. So it's either 100 or nothing. It's really, really weird. And it's really, really subjective as well. Because, you know, everybody thinks that their photos are not good enough. And I can tell you, I was talking to a photographer who is world renowned. He was named one of the top 10 photographers in the world. And like, you know, that. and he's looking at some stuff and says, I don't feel the, you know, these photos. I don't know. It's like everybody has insecurities, no matter how good you are. You know, it, it doesn't matter. And in fact, the people that are most sure about their work are usually the worst ones. You know, we've seen it time and time again. People really don't have a clue about photography and they show off and say, look how great this is. And you go, mm, maybe not. And so because there's this uh, lack of knowledge about what it is to produce a good image. But once the more you learn about what a good image or a, or a good piece of work looks like, because you educate yourself and you train your eye to see and all of that. And the more you look at your work and you go like, this is not up to scratch. But of course, we're always comparing ourselves to the best work of the best people in the world that is available to us 24-7 on the Internet. So every time we click on something, we see Richard Avedon. Never we see, you know, um, Don McCullen or, you know, Salgado, you know, we see those people like they're in our inbox all the time. Uh, once it used to be that if you wanted to see these photos, you'd have to go to an exhibition. And it was very uh, different from your normal life. You know, you would go and see an exhibition of, say, Salgado, like you go and see paintings by Caravaggio. And you know that is another league. Now that big league is in my phone. And therefore, it's together with my photos. And therefore, we tend to compare, you know, mm -hmm. and we don't compare to the girl next door, we compare to Salgado. And of course, you're gonna think like, my photos are not good enough. So that is a very dangerous place, I think, to, to be. Uh, what do you I also think that the more we, we progress, uh, the more we, this feeling of being mediocre is, is bound to increase because our taste, our 
uh, discernment, our ability to tell what is good from what is bad, is, is getting better. It's like, you remember in our first episode, we quoted Ira Glass about yeah. having taste. Our taste is killer and our taste is getting better and better every day. The more work we do, the more work we look at. And so yeah. we, we start to, to set our goals even higher. It's not that our work is getting more mediocre. It's that our taste maybe is getting better. better. And, and we, the, you know, the more you know and the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. It's the same thing. And then you keep going like, the more you know, the more you realize how much you don't know. And, and the better your eye gets and your taste gets and your creativity also gets. And the more you realize this gap is getting, you know, I'm trying to close the gap and it's getting bigger. And at times it does because creativity, like any other, you know, hum, you know, kind of inner thing has a rhythm to it. So we have days or periods in our lives when we're extremely creative and we produce wonderful things. And then there's other, you know, other times where we just can put two and two together and we just, everything we do just looks, yeah, nah, 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 not so good. And I, I see it, it's really weird because I was thinking about this this morning. I got on a bus because I had to go and pick up my car because I got it serviced. I realized the other day that I've been driving. Well, I haven't been driving. I haven't been in this country for about a year and a half. And I've been coming on and off and driving for a few days. And I was driving without the MOT sticker for like a year and a half. And it's a huge whacking, like 2,000 euro fine mm. if I get you. So, of course, the moment I realized, I panicked. You know, they haven't stopped me in a year. <laughs> and, of course, I, I was sure they was going to stop me now. So I drove into the nearest garage and, and did that. And and I... Uh, I spoke to somebody in German and I then got on the bus and spoke to someone else in German. It just came like really, really easily. And I thought, there's some days when I really can't say two words. And there's some days when I almost sound like a native. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on the day. And creativity, like in every sort of thing that we do, is the same way. Some days you three clicks and you've taken the shot. Some days you're going around the same thing over and over again and you, you never feel you got it. And it's very frustrating, but that's the way we learn, right? Yeah, and it's the same for everyone. I mean, uh, we say, uh, do not compare your work to that of others, but that's inevitable. And uh, I cannot, I mean, I, I try not to compare my work to that of Salgado or Steve McCurry or Richard Avedon or anyone else that you mentioned, of course. But I still see uh, photographers who are not as famous as those that create work that is stunning to me. Yeah. And I inevitably am uh, going to compare my work to those. And at least in my case, maybe you can give me some advice here. What I struggle to, uh, to achieve is not some uh, progress on a scale of good or of quality. I'm not so much looking for quality of my work. I'm looking to create, I'm trying, striving to create work that is not formulaic, work that goes a little bit out of the boundaries of uh, what is uh, uh, typically considered acceptable and standard and, uh, and typical and cliche, if you want. And I, I admire the work of those who can succeed in doing this, right? I see a lot of, I do a lot of landscape photography. I see a lot of great landscape work, but to me, 99% of it, it's great, but it's still 
standard landscape photography. I want to see something different and I want and when I see it, the, the thought that comes to my head is why didn't I think of this? I think that this is what happens when you compare your work with the work of others, you're always trying to and, and you feel like theirs is better and why couldn't I do it that way and he's done that and I didn't do it or I can't, you know, all of that sort of disparaging talk about yourself and your work. Um, you know, th there's another way of of putting it, which is, oh, look how interesting he managed to put the light on, on, on that or, or see the reflection of that thing or, you know, how interesting. And yeah, that's a really good thing. You know, I've got to remember it. Maybe I'll try it next time, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a, a constructive comparison. The, the, the non-constructive comparison is just to say, oh God, look at that. He went to the same church and he took all those amazing photos and mine are not as good. That's not constructive. It's, uh, I can see that, um, to actually realize that you can be better than somebody else in some environments and they may be better than you in other environments. So, you know, there's photographers that I admire and they do some amazing pictures of some things and then I've seen their work in other, you know, maybe in studio or outside or something, and they're not as good. You know, I'm better or, <laughs> you know, relatively better than, but they're great in the studio, you know, and they have this incredible light and then you take them outside and they're kind of meh. Yeah, okay, it's good, but, you know, nothing special. So everybody has their, and, and the thing is that we don't see everything they do. We only see the best stuff that gets published. Well, with us, we see everything we do. We mm. see the bad stuff and we judge ourselves on that mostly you know and when we hit one good photo it's like oh well that that came out well as if it came out by itself but the majority of my work the other 99 shots are absolute shit well you know the, the other guy had exactly the same thing and that one thing is the one that i'm seeing on the web the 99 i don't see but i see mine and as you know your portfolio is only and in and in, in this case i amplify my your work to your own eyes is only as good as your weakest image and so you tend to go like oh god i took that horrible thing and it sits with you you know that you made mistakes and so that is not helpful at all and comparing yourself also to others and trying to emulate what they do can also be done in two ways. One is to say, oh, that's a really interesting technique. Let me try it. You know, I, next time I'm going to go and try it too and see what comes, you know. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you copy the technique or you copy the idea and you try to make it your own. You know, you see what happens and you work on it and maybe you find your own spin on it. Um, the other is if you can't do it like that, then you're not good or, you know, and then, and of course, you can never do it the same because we don't have the same eyes. We're all unique. <laughs> and so you're never going to do it exactly the same and you're never going to be happy with it. And there's this big frustration building up and that does not work. We produce our best work when yes, we strive to be inspired by others and maybe we go out and try different techniques that have not occurred to us so far. But at the same time, we realize that even out of our own mistakes, may be may in my in our own mistakes and in our own imperfection and we'll talk about this some other time because it's a huge topic but that's where we could find that little golden nugget or spark of our individual twist to it like what you're trying to find in your landscape photography 
that it should have something to it that makes it different from 99% of all beautiful sunsets you see out there. You know, I am so tired of these sunsets. Oh, yeah, too. It's a sunset out of a thousand that I look at and I go like, wow, that really is interesting, you know, uh, because it has that thing. And that photographer didn't stumble upon it by chance. I'm sure he developed a way of looking at the sunset so that he could take that picture. We, you know, it's the way we look at things. And you can only do good work when you look out of your kind of complete self and you, and you, and you put your own personal individual spin on it. The camera looks both ways, as they say, right? It yes. Looks, you need Absolutely. to put something of yourself in, in every photo that you take, or at least some of the photos that you take. And you do. And when you're just trying to create the perfect picture, you're actually spending your time, you know, focusing on the, the frame and the technique and this and that and the other. And you're also spending energy erasing yourself. Mm. Because the moment you let yourself in, because we have flaws, you're going to see something that you may not like. But it's only by allowing that, that this thing can actually be developed and then grow into what. And then we see these photographers and we recognize the photos immediately. And that it's their own personality that comes right through. It's the way they see the world. It's their own, you know, they don't try to make it perfect. You see a lot of photos and actually, and that's where you have mixed feelings about, because, you know, I, I remember when we, we did the first toolbox and we invited this Italian photographer called Efrem Raimondi, who is a very famous portrait photographer in Italy. And he's photographed people for 30 years, the most important people all over the world. I mean, presidents, states in the state, everywhere. He's like one of those. And, you know, I, I, then somebody commented to me, um, that he's never taken a good picture in his own life, in his whole life, mm. because his photos are very extreme and they're very, very, you know, they're different. You know, you just don't. <laughs> and not everybody likes them. They're not perfect. You know, sometimes they're overexposed, underexposed, but it's the feeling they convey that's absolutely fantastic. And so you risk a lot of criticism when sometimes you, like you say, you break the rules, you go out of, you know, above yeah. the line, below the line. It's not easy. But th that's a good thing to do. I mean, uh, we, we should always keep in mind that our work is not for everyone, right? There will be people who will not appreciate our work, like there's people who do not appreciate the work of Raimondi or any other great photographers. I had people tell me that to, to them Salgado was just meh. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if they were correct about that, but sure, we cannot pretend that our work is for everyone. It would be foolish to, to think otherwise. So I just had someone the other day telling me that you know, Kudelka, I don't know, it's just snapshots. <laughs> and I went, okay, okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but those people are not necessarily wrong. To them, it's the, they, that work doesn't speak to them. doesn't mean that they're wrong. Yeah, So exactly. they'll be in 
going back to the topic of mediocrity will always be mediocre to some people and will be exceptional to others and will be really better to still others so that's uh, and, and i think the worst thing that we can do is uh, is not just comparing ourselves to the work of others and using the meter the scale that others set up we should not be absolutely accept with the judgment scale that others use but the worst possible thing that we can do is compare uh, ourselves with people who like have uh, lots of success on social media and they create they put out a photo that is so so in our eyes and they get thousands of likes and so on and so forth oh if it's a kitten you yeah. get so many likes <laughs> that, that kind of jealousy is really negative i think that that's the worst yeah. so it's it's okay to I think it's not completely wrong to compare our work to those of others, but with some some moderation. I mean, uh, I, I love to compare my work to that of Kudelka or Salgado, just to have a not thinking that I I should be put myself down if I cannot reach those lofty heights, but also, um, but just not definitely not uh, compare my work and my success what I see online and see that people have the, the factors that drive online popularity and success are nothing to do with with real quality. That's the that's the thing. Yes. And about this, it's really important because we see now a trend. Well, you see, it's been a, a few years now because of this whole likes and comments and popularity and followers on Instagram and all this sort of thing. People uh, rely on that so much for their kind of self-confidence. You know, your, your self-confidence is really totally based on the, the way social media reacts to what you've put out there. And that's got two huge drawbacks. One, it's not reliable, and it's definitely not, um, what can I say? The people who put likes to your photo, they're not necessarily experts. So your photo can, you know, you see a lot of pictures that are absolute terrible, terrible stuff. But because they have a baby in it or a kitten or whatever it is, uh, you know, people say, oh, it's so beautiful. They have some kind of semblance of, I don't know, you know, something. And then, you know, they get a million likes. Oh, it's so fantastic and it's so amazing. You go like, as a, as a photo? Mm, I don't know. But... Um, that, that you know and everybody's happy and they keep doing more of that so they really don't learn anything else and so that's one bad thing your self uh confidence comes from likes and dislikes you post a picture that you really like and it gets no likes and you think it's bad no you just posted at the wrong time of day nobody saw it or you know there's so many factors or maybe it's just a bit i have posted photos that i think are really strong and I didn't get that many likes because not that many people understand them. But I still think that they're my best photos and they are in my portfolio. And some people that know about photography like them too. And maybe some other people don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the other thing is we've talked about this and we keep mentioning Bowie, never play to the gallery. If you play to the gallery, your creativity dries up, shrivels up and dies because you cannot just play to the gallery and create stuff to be liked. Creativity and the work that we do is a direct expression of who we are. 
So it's going to change. It's going to change with our emotions. It's going to change with our experiences. It's going to change with the different stages of our life. And different things will come out of us at different stages. And if, if we can express ourselves fully through what we do, that's you know the 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 way we want it because that's how we grow and we're growing to being our own individual artists if you're just making stuff that you want to sell then you're not an artist you are just a producer of cute things that people will buy that's a completely different thing true uh, i think we covered a lot of ground today already uh we'd just like to maybe add one more thing is that this state of dissatisfaction with our work is just it's just normal right uh, as again ira glass said uh, everybody goes through that phase where they're dissatisfied with that work with their work and it never ends uh it just dissatisfaction uh, um, is part of human nature and it what drives us to make things always uh, always better so that's uh, uh that's something that we need to keep in mind uh maybe next week we can talk a little bit we we just briefly touched the, the topic of quality so we said okay what does it mean to be for work to be mediocre what does it mean for work to be better what is quality how do we measure quality so i think that deserves its own episode and maybe we'll we'll talk about that next week what do you have any closing thoughts any parting uh, words about uh, what we said today um no, maybe if, if it would be good to remember, I think one of the things that we all need to remember is when we see somebody's work that we admire, instead of comparing it to our work, is what can I learn from it? Mm. It's a completely different question, and it immediately brings the comparison away, and it opens up a way for us to make our work better. Because if I look at your work and I go, and I, I see a lot of your images and I, I love what you do. And I go like, hmm, I want to remember this image so that when I'm in that situation, I'm, you know, we, we tend to recreate and rework yeah. things that we have seen and we have read and, you know, all of that and trying to put it into my next image. So instead of saying, oh, this is better than mine, which is a completely subjective thing, by the way. It's not an objective thought, subjective, because I may think the other way around that yours is better than that. Mm. <laughs> so, it is very subjective. We can say, this. I really like this. What can I learn from it? What can I take from this that could be part of what I do? And so then then, then it's a lot not, 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 not much better. <laughs> Great. Okay, so I think uh, we, as I said, we covered a lot of ground today. We can uh, have more thoughts about this. We'll cover them in uh, upcoming episodes. But for now, we just would just like to uh, invite all of our listeners and readers to come to our website. If you're uh, driving, jogging, uh, shopping for grocery at the moment, you cannot uh, go there right now. But Keep this in mind, closingthegap.live, that's our website. You will find all of our episodes, including this one that is going to be, what's this one? 14, I think, right? So this is going to be episode 14. And under every episode, you will find a little button with, uh, you can just press the button and record your question, your comments, or if you prefer typing, 
there's a comments area you can uh, type uh, your comments there your questions and but if you leave, leave us a little voice message we feel it's very personal and we would like to uh, have it played live during one of the next episodes so uh, can really be you can really be part of this just help us yeah and I, i'd really like to hear what everybody feels about you know where they're at and if they feel mediocre or if they feel how do they how do you deal with this and with this comparison thing how do you deal with it what do you do do you have any other ideas about this because that's really interesting i think to hear what everybody so leave a comment just leave a comment what do you think great so see you next week bye bye